0: know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting.
1: Hey, it's time for Us, Those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith, escaped the surly bonds of the golf cave, and is at Olympia Fields in Chicago, along with EA Tischler, teaching teachers to teach.
2: Yes, sir. We are having a great time.
1: You were down in the South Carolina, Georgia area over the weekend. Mister, I think I I'm just going to bop on into the Masters.
2: Well, you know, it's a beautiful place. Isn't it, though? And it's pretty exciting, and I can't imagine why anybody who had the opportunity to go and had time on their hands to do it, that they wouldn't go.
1: There's something about the so, three grand for tickets that might have held some of us back.
2: Well... You know, and that's the thing. It's just a matter of, you know, it's just a matter of access. And I happen to be fortunate enough to have access without having to cough up the street right. <laughs> vendor price. Exactly.
3: It exactly. was a
2: ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Now we you... stopped at uh, at some of those people to to ask what they were going for. And you're right, three grand was the number.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. As... Absolutely ridiculous. And another thing, I don't want to say that we were right. But remember last okay. week when when we were discussing some of the uh, the odds makers, the handicappers' choices, we couldn't agree with them. Tiger, yeah, okay, right. it's nice to see Tiger back, but I didn't think he was playing anywhere the caliber golf that would be necessary to win the Masters this year. No. DJ Dustin Johnson, he can hit the ball seven and a half miles, but he's nobody that I thought. Well, yeah, he's going to win the Masters because. I just didn't believe that. The guys that we thought were going to win, um, you know, Rory and and, uh, those guys, they were coming really close, but where the heck did the winner come from? He's been around. I mean, we all remember his name at the Ryder Cup. We remember his name when his wife used to caddy for him. Uh, Right. She's cute. Yeah. He's just one of those guys, man, that nobody nobody gave the time of day to. You
2: know, I think that there's always somebody that people think are favorites and then everybody starts talking about him. But the truth is is that you know, there wasn't a whole lot of talk about Paul Casey either, and next thing you know, he's lighting it up. Yeah. You know, how about Tony Finau, Who's lighting it up on the last day? Mr I dislocate my ankle running and celebrating a um a hole in one on the par three contest and then all of a sudden he makes six birdies in a row on the back nine, John. Six yeah. in a row. Yeah. On Sunday, yeah. on the back nine. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's
2: crazy.
1: And the aplomb so, with which he put that ankle back in, you know that that's not the first time he's dislocated it. He knew exactly what to do. Didn't yeah, even know. break stride. You
3: know?
2: Yeah. No, he's like, okay, out again. Boom, there it is. Yep. Let's move on. Yep. <laughs> hey, I do want to, to put out a, a couple of shout-outs here. Okay. Um, Not talking about the Master's. But talking about the weekend that I spent with my son. Yeah. Outside of talking about how great a time it was, father and son playing golf together and having a great, you know, masters and then golf weekend, I gotta, I gotta tell you, uh, that we played two world class facilities when we were gone on our, on our weekend excursion. Right. So we drove down and, uh, we spent some time on the grounds at Augusta and then we left. Uh, the rains came. Hmm. and it was looking like it was socked in for a while, right? And hmm. we're like, oh, okay. So we had planned on that, so we made ourselves a tea time in upstate South Carolina. Okay. And we got in the car, and we hot-footed it, so to speak, and we wound up at the walker course at Clemson University in uh, Clemson, South Carolina. And uh, I got to tell you, I got to tell you right now if you have a chance to go down there and play, you do it. Okay, it's a public golf course. Okay. And it is absolutely stinking gorgeous. It's got hills, it's got valleys, it's got lakes, it's got all kinds of wonderful scenery. What a fantastic golf facility and it did not cost us an arm and a leg at all. It was fantastic. Cool. And then the next day, we got up in the morning on Masters Sunday. And we played in the mountains of North Carolina. We played at Etowah Valley in the morning, early, early, early. It was cold, John, let me tell you. It was 36 degrees and we teed off. You would not Mm. have been pleased. But it was a beautiful track. And then we finished, uh, we were the second group off and the first group let us play through on on, on the fourth hole. We had smooth sailing in front of us and we were done in three hours. We went out and had a nice brunch, and then we went to the best place. This place is in the top ten golf courses I've ever set my feet on, ever. Okay. This is a, this is something, because you know I've played an awful lot of places.
1: Yes, I have.
2: This place, it's a, it's a private club uh, in Hendersonville, North Carolina, and it's a Tom Fazio design, and uh, it is called Champion Hills. Okay. And it is absolutely everything you wanted to know about mountain golf at its finest. Fantastic. Bent grass every place you look. Mm-hmm. Trees, hills, bunkers, all kinds of ups and downs and gorgeous scenery and just fantastic everything. And the staff was fantastic. fantastic. So, All right. I know it's a private club, so many of our listeners aren't going to have a chance to get on, so I won't go on and on about it. But I got to tell you, if you ever have a chance to travel and play mountain golf in the Carolinas or in upstate Georgia or in upstate South Carolina, you do it. There are so many great facilities up there that it was hard to choose which one we were going to play.
1: Fantastic. You know, that that leads us right into the topic of discussion for the program this week because we are going to be talking with a guy named Lee Huffman in a little bit who runs a uh, travel website called BaldThoughts.com, and he's a hacker like most of us. Uh, and he's gonna talk about uh, not only how to get to some great golf courses, but how to get there cheap, how to stay there cheap. So you got a whole lot more money to play golf with once you get there. Novel approach. We're gonna be talking to him later on. We're gonna be talking uh, some more golf with uh, with you and with Jeff. and uh, all we do is ask you to hang out because we're coming right back. We have a small yet loyal following of junior golfers, 12 to 18-year-olds. I want to address myself to them right now. Listen, guys, girls, if you are serious about golf, there is a mom, there is a dad, there's a grandmother, a grandfather somewhere that are so psyched, but maybe they don't show it. They don't want to push, but they would love you to get involved in the game of golf. So why don't you go to them right now? Say, Mom, Dad, Grandpa, Grandma, I want to get better at this game. I want to get good at this game. I want to learn from a guy who has junior champions, high school collegiate champions. He's even got a student who's kicking butt on the web.com tour and it only costs five bucks a month. And I can learn at my own pace. And parents are going to be able to learn from their phones, which you know, they don't drop out of their hands. Anyway, $5 golf join for your kid's sake. It's As those we Weekend Golf Guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith uh, at Olympia Fields. I, s- I still want to call it Elysian Fields, just because it just sounds like it would be even more pastoral and perfect. <laughs> got to be what it is, man. You know, you, you were saying, and we're going to be talking about travel most of the show today. We've got a special guest, Lee Huffman from uh, baldthoughts.com, coming up in, uh, in another few minutes to talk about how to get to places more, much more cheaply, stay much more cheaply, Therefore, get to play much more golf yep. while you're there. which Always a good idea. It's a great idea. Play more golf. Play more right. golf. But you were talking about um, you and your son played at uh, Clemson. Yeah. There's, a, yep. there's another golf course. I, I was at a convention a couple years ago. I believe it's a Wyndham Resort in Greenville, South Carolina, right yeah. next door uh-huh. to Clemson. And it had yeah. one of the best golf courses I had ever played on, man. I mean, it, it was immaculate in its condition and the layout was pretty challenging and uh
2: do you I, remember the name of
1: no i'm sorry i brought it up man i, I didn't it could it could <laughs> take a while to look it up i'll find it eventually Could yeah i will find it eventually <laughs> but i just the the state of south carolina because i lived in charleston even the city courses in charleston are great but then there's Patri- sure. but there's patriots point Mm-hmm. Seventeen acres I played of
2: Patriots Point twice.
1: Yes. What about seventeen acres of standing water? And they brag about that. And it's right on the ocean. And uh, yes, you know, you're, literally, you're in right the sh- on the ocean. You're in the shadow of the uh, USS Enterprise or what? What's the Yorktown? The aircraft carrier Yorktown, yeah, Yorktown. That's down there. And yep. um, man, it's just—I mean, the vistas are beautiful. And number eighteen is what about six hundred and three yard par five? I just yeah. remembered it went on forever.
2: Yeah, oh, you know, and that, uh, and number 17 is that uh, little par three out there whipping in the wind, and, mm-hmm. and the tee box is right there on the marsh, and the green stuck out into the marsh, and yep. it's yeah. beautiful.
1: Yeah, except for but, mosquitoes. But you know, the, the thing I always
2: remember about that golf course, yeah, outside of the mosquitoes. Yeah. Right. Uh, the thing I always remember about that golf course is the fairways, it is as if the fairways themselves have been peppered with cannonballs. <laughs> because there's all these little pits yeah. all over the golf course. You could walk down the fairway and sprain your ankle.
1: I, I believe there um, uh, the,
2: remna- are remnants
1: of the uh, the recent unpleasantness or the War of Northern Aggression, which is how they still refer to the Civil War in Charleston, South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. <laughs> but if you were <laughs> the to go... War of Northern Aggression.
1: If you were just to go a little <laughs> bit farther toward the Isle of Palms from there, you come to... Um, Wild Dunes? Is that yes. the name of it? And Wild Dunes is exactly what it says. I remember when yeah. I was living there, there was the guy who owned it was being harassed by the USGA to hold the US Open there. They wanted to play the US Open on that course so bad they could taste it. And finally, <laughs> after saying no to them multiple times, he said, listen, the name of this course is Wild Dunes, because it is built upon you guessed it, wild dunes. <laughs> so we can have the tournament here. We just can't have any spectators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At that point, the right. USGA thought, well, maybe that's not such a great idea. We are a nonprofit organization, but that would be ridiculous. <laughs> he just said, man, too <laughs> yeah, many right. too many people here, they trample my course into the ground. It would never be the same. But uh, some that's great, right. great golf in the Carolinas. And he also went to North Carolina. We're going to be talking yes, about how to get to uh, to Pinehurst and stay cheap, a little bit later on in the uh-huh. show too, which is nice.
2: Obviously, one of my favorite places to play. Um, you know, you've heard me talk on the show uh, in years past about uh, the fact that I am a big fan of uh, anybody who wants to go play Pinehurst, and we have had a couple of golf courses in the Pinehurst area uh, on our show. Yeah, we have. um, Tobacco Road. There's one favorite out there. Tobacco Road, baby. Mm -hmm. Yep. You want to talk about some of the most entertaining golf that you could possibly play. You go play Tobacco Road. It's in Sanford, North Carolina. It's just northeast of Pinehurst by half an hour. If you want to go have an awful lot of fun with your clothes on, you go play there.
1: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the nudist golf course is a little bit farther away.
2: Is it well, as <laughs> a lot of sand blowing around there, so you definitely don't want
1: <laughs> Is it as fun to play if you're not a PGA professional? Yes. Okay.
2: My daughter, uh, before she headed off to college golf, uh, we went down there and played. And we had this beautiful schedule of courses, and it was one of these and one of those and one of them and one of the others. And we played Tobacco Road first. And then she said, I'm having so much fun here. Can we just turn around and play this again and forget the other golf course?
1: Let's blow them off and And just stay
2: here. I said, no, but we do have an opportunity to come back here tomorrow morning uh, or tomorrow afternoon. Let's do that in the afternoon. She said, okay. Yeah. So we left, we went down, and we played Tobacco Road, a wild and crazy layout, a super fun uh, experience. And then we went to play the old, venerable Donald ross design, Pine Needles. Mm-hmm. And then we got up the next morning, and we played this beautiful new core and Crenshaw course down there called the Dormy Club. What a fantastic layout that was. Cool. And then we were going to take time off. Because we'd already played 27 holes, you know, we thought, okay, let's take a little break before tomorrow. Mm -hmm. She said, no, I want to go back to Tobacco Road. We teed off at Tobacco Road at 2 o'clock in the afternoon in July. Guess how hot it was when we teed off. 94 degrees when we teed off, and we did not care. No,
1: no. It was
2: so much fun.
1: Some things you will sacrifice comfort for, for sure. Lee Huffman
2: is the guy's name. He's yeah. got a,
1: a website called BallThoughts.com. He's a travel expert. and He's going to be joining us a little bit later on in the show. We're going to be talking about some more, uh, um, maybe not bucket lists, but some places you have to go when we come right back. We are those weekday golf guys, don't you? Hey, you want to see exactly how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith is? It's real simple. Go to 5 dollars Use the number five, $5GolfClub.com. Hey, Jeff, I got a letter, $5 Golf Club. It was addressed to you, but it came to me. But it said, Jeff, man, I took your advice from the show twice. One, you advised me to join $5GolfClub.com. I did. Two is you advised me to buy the best ball I, I could afford, and I'm getting those Key Keystars. I'm paying about 36 bucks a dozen for them. So I used to lose two balls a round, and I played a round a week. That's eight balls a month. That's $24 oh. a month. He said, after some of the lessons at $5 Golf Club, I'm not losing that many anymore. I lose maybe three a month. That's nine bucks. Ooh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah.
2: Wait a minute. I think that's good math.
1: It's good math, man. He's spending nine bucks on lost balls, five bucks on us. That's 14 bucks. He's still making a $10 profit.
2: (laughs) That's right. Go to $5GolfClub.com, listen to me, and make money. How
1: do you like that? Hey, it's us back again. John Ashton in studio. Jeff Smith, the mobile golf cave. Come to rest in Olympia Fields in Chicago, just outside Chicago, Illinois, today, teaching teachers to teach. But we're talking about travel, going someplace to play. And I tell you it has been so long since it's been decent enough weather to play golf here that we need to get the hell out bottom line yeah. um so yeah. you know north is probably not the smartest place to go but not right now. south of here lot of great yeah. golf you ever been to uh, any of the the good courses on the uh, robert trent jones trail in uh, Alabama.
2: You know, that is one thing that I've not yet done.
1: We got to do that this year, man, because I haven't done it either. We got to do it.
2: I know every single time that we point the car south, we go to Hilton Head, we go to Pinehurst, we travel in the mountains of North Carolina. I mean, there's just so many places to go. I mean, I, I'm just blown away by some of the great golf courses that that we've been able to play. And I've not yet been to Alabama to play golf. I can't believe I haven't done that yet.
1: I know, and, and uh, but
2: it's hard to hard to pass up. I mean, John. Yeah, I mean, we've been down to places in Hilton Head yeah. that will blow your mind. Yeah. You know, I've been to, I've been to Haight Point on De Fusky Island. I've been to Harbertown. I've been to, 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 Long Cove. I've been to Wexford. I've been to, uh, Belfair and they've got two courses there. And I've been to Colleton River and they've got two courses there. And one of them is the Pete Dye Golf Course. And that's the one where they filmed the legend of Bagger Vance on. Oh. Except the last hole in the movie. The 18th hole in the movie was not filmed on that golf course at all. It was filmed at the ocean course in Kiowa, and they made up a golf hole. They created one for that movie. The 18th hole, as played in the movie, is actually one that they built a fairway for the movie right next to the ocean going toward the clubhouse where the clubhouse is on the right. And that hole does not exist on that golf course. It's the driving range. (laughs) So they put a hole on the ocean side of the driving range. Wow. Wow. So that they could play that hole in the movie and have that clubhouse in the background and the ocean over there, so that great golf shot could be hit from the beach in there. Right. And right. it was played for that hole only, and that thing doesn't exist anymore. Wow. How about that? That's pretty cool. And I have man. been to Kiowa Island. Yeah. I have played the ocean course. I played Osprey Point. You know, there's yeah. so many places that you could go. You know, I've you know, been down and I've played Secession. What a beautiful golf course down there in Hilton Head area. Gorgeous. Yeah, isn't it, though? Isn't it, I've seen it from you afar. You play tons of golf.
1: You can and never leave the you island played? and never have to yeah. hit the mainland of the United States. That's the one thing, the, the bad thing about Alabama. And I, I don't want to cast any aspersions. We have listeners in Birmingham, and, and you will forgive me, guys. But the scenery is not uh, spectacular. Alabama kind of <laughs> looks like uh, trees and some grass. There's no, said, no
2: no no wait a minute wait a minute uh, there's no, a lot of hills no. in Alabama there now I've been to been to some golf courses and, and some consulting trips and whatnot yeah you know I've been to uh, I've been to Greystone in just outside of Birmingham what a beautiful oh, facility that is it it oh, is beautiful but smokes.
1: but there is nothing um, the the beauty and again I'm going to come across as as uh, you know a, a real um, what's the word i'm looking for snob but yeah, you're an
2: ocean snob is and that i'm, I'm an ocean there's snob ocean, you don't believe it. i am an ocean <laughs> snob
1: exactly you want to tell me alabama's pretty take me to mobile or gulf shores <laughs> then i'll tell you okay yeah we got some prettiness here because there's some salt water involved but a lot of great courses I, I played a course just before i moved from atlanta they had just built a brand new course down in fayette county which is just south of atlanta river bend It was absolutely Mm -hmm. gorgeous, and it was basically cut through some rolling hills and forests. You know, this is the forest primeval kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they still have some of my golf balls there. Fairways were rather narrow. Vegetation was rather thick. A lot of fun. (laughs) A lot of fun. Don't get an early morning tea time, though, because in the summertime especially, it's in a a valley. So the first couple of Uh holes, you have to play kind of by sound because the fog is so thick you can't see where the ball goes so this uh, was just a just a tad uh, difficult to get through but you know. yeah right what the heck after 9:30 you yeah. should be fine but that is the first golf course i ever went to that actually had your start time on the front of your cart 2 hours and 15 minutes after the beginning they told you that no matter where you were on the front 9 you were done you should be on the 10th tee now boys. keep moving how
2: about that yeah
1: a lot of other people are it's a doing good idea. That it is a good idea, man. It is a good idea. It's a good idea.
2: I like it. Yeah. Have you ever played outside of Atlanta? Any place?
1: I, I played over in Douglas County Anywhere? a little bit. Um, played. Uh-huh. Uh, um, you know, I am so bad with names, but there is a uh, a very nice resort on the way to Augusta. It's like halfway between Atlanta and Augusta on Interstate Twenty. Lake Oconee. Lake Oconee. Reynolds, That's it. Plant- Reynolds yeah, Plantation. Reynolds Plantation. Yes, indeed. Yes. yes, indeed.
2: You've been fortunate enough to play there, yes, you sir. Dog,
1: I know my buddy of mine built their website. He didn't play golf. He had a freebie. He said, "Hey, come on,
2: listen, <laughs> all right, let's do it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If somebody told me right now, today, that that I could go down there and I could play the golf courses at at Reynolds Plantation, and uh, and and they, you know, said, "Let's go," I mean, we go. We go. Oh, yeah. What a, what a hot spot that
1: is. Oh, yeah. It's great. You know, the only other place that reminds me of that, that I've never been to and would like to is, uh, White Sulphur Springs. Yeah. Yeah. The Greenbrier. Greenbrier. Yeah. They we're, were You're
2: not allowed to be bad with golf courses names, John.
1: I'm Come bad. with
2: a golf show.
1: I'm bad with all names. Jim, Jack,
2: <laughs> Jeff. There we go. Jeff. All right, Frank. <laughs>
1: No, the Greenbrier, man. I don't want That's, to get you with that one. They give, they give you, it gives a, a different meaning to the word bunker when you go to the Greenbrier, but, um, multiple golf courses there, and you want to talk about mountain golf.
3: Jeez. Yeah.
1: You played there? Right. Have you been there?
2: No, okay. I haven't been there, but I've played a lot of mountain golf, and man, I tell you what, it's all the same. It's really, really, really good.
1: All right, so, uh, live, those weekend golf guy shows coming up this year, live from the Greenbrier and live from, um, Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail because we are going go. to, we're going to do this one way or the other by hook or by crook as they say. Guy's name is mm-hmm. Lee Huffman, runs a website called baldthoughts.com and it's a travel website and I know that uh, well you you drive most of the places you go just cuz you're a driving kind of guy and and so do I because well, I don't well, have I'm the, taking
2: my golf clubs with me cuz I'm tired of the airlines losing my losing
1: luggage. them exactly that's in and i'm not even going to begin to ask him how you handle that because that's something i don't think anybody knows how to handle uh nobody can fix it once they're gone when they when they disappear into that great open black hole where luggage goes same place socks go from the dryer i think but i'm not sure uh,
2: <laughs>
1: but we're not going to bring that up but that is why i drive too because i don't i don't like schlepping golf clubs through airports and i don't want to take the uh, i don't want to take the chance that they're going to lose my golf clubs a i don't get to play golf and b they were too expensive to have to you know ride around town or the country trying to find them but uh, we're going to talk about airline travel we're going to talk about staying in hotels cheaply traveling cheaply all designed to have more money to play golf and that's coming up next lee huffman from Baldthoughts.com joins us when we come right back right here those weekend golf guys I got an email just the other day. Guy said, John, how much does it cost to join $5 golf club? Yeah, that's what I said too. $5, hence the name, $5 golf club. All right. It's not just $5 to get in and then we hit you with more. No, $5 this month, next month, and every month that you feel you need to become a member and stay a member to get to where you want to be in your golf game. Whether you want to break 100, break 90, break 80, break 70, whatever your number is, Jeff Smith has the videos there now and new videos coming every week that will help you accomplish that goal. Okay? $5golfclub.com. Use the number five, $5golfclub.com. That's all it costs. $5 a month. Phenomenal. Golf instruction at a ridiculously low price. That's us, 5 dollars
0: Having a place to go after school will make you a better student. Having an outlet to express yourself will make you a better artist. Having something to do together will make you a better family. At The Why, we're helping build better friends, listeners, writers, swimmers, scientists, and musicians one chance at a time. Give the gift of opportunity support the why at ymca.net the why for a better us
1: hey welcome back those weekend golf guys John Ashton in the studio Jeff Smith uh, at Olympia Fields in uh, Chicago teaching teachers to teach yes, sir which is a tongue twister of some sort, I believe. Special <laughs> special guest with us here. We have been telling you that he's coming, and he arrived. Lee Huffman from
0: BaldThoughts.com. It's and great to be here. I'm um, uh, glad that uh, people like me that aren't very good golfers but uh, love the golf, uh, the game of golf can, uh, can be on the show. That's That's what we're all about, man, and that's why we loved it
1: when we found you. Because most of the people who talk about traveling and playing golf are the people who, you know, go to different golf courses and play and review for magazines and stuff. And they're all like, you know, scratch golfers and nobody can relate to them. But, uh, you actually, you're a hacker like the rest of us. Except, yes. except for, I'm,
0: a, I'm more in line with you, John, where I kind of. Play the rules that kind of fit to my game <laughs> versus
1: fitting my game to the
0: rules. <laughs>
1: oh, man. This guy's going to fit right in, Jeff.
2: Yeah, that's right. He looks like he's playing with the Sword of Golf Manifesto right
1: there. <laughs> now, one one of the things that uh, I, I love about what Lee does is, is Lee basically tells you how to, uh, well, explains travel hacking, how to get from point A to point B as cheaply as possible so that you get a lot more money to spend when you get where you're going, in a nutshell. is that? Did I get that
0: right, man? That sounds right. Yeah, I look at it as you want to spend money on things that you really enjoy and find ways to be frugal on things that don't matter as much. So if you can find a way to save on your hotel, on your airline, on food, uh, and then you can use that money to to get an extra round of golf in or to instead of playing in the round where you're like, eh, that maybe that course is okay, but it's not the one that you, that's your your dream golf course. Right, and uh, that's what I kind of focus on. Fantastic. Let me yeah, ask you. I like you. the way this guy thinks already. Yeah, I do. I do play too, more, man.
2: Play more. Play, hey, play on a better golf course. Play on a fun, more fun golf course, and not give the money to the hotel people
1: or the airline people. Exactly. First, yeah. first question I got, man, because I've been going round and round with some family members about this. Is it a better idea to use like the travel sites to to find the cheapest airfare from point A to point B? Or should you get yourself involved with one particular airline, get one of their travel memberships, and just collect the points?
0: Well, unfortunately, the airlines have been making it more and more difficult to achieve status and and build up a lot of miles by being loyal to them. And so uh, my personal approach is, I use my credit cards and other promotions to earn as many miles as possible, and I don't give them any money then. Oh. So I, I prefer to use airline miles and, and hotel points to pay for all, all my travel, okay. and give the airlines as, as few dollars as possible. So, Lee, let
1: uh, me ask you a personal question: What's in your wallet?
0: <laughs> I I honestly have about forty five credit cards. Oh jeez! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna blow your up. Somebody mind, else gets uh, the bills for all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. No, but you know, I'm obviously kind of on the deep end, uh, off the deep end, as far as as far as that goes. But you know, most of my clients and the people that are my friends and family, I tell them to get you know a couple cards uh, and f- really focus there. Figure out what's the airline or what's the the, uh, the hotel that you're going to frequent the most, and and get that card. And maybe you're not going to be 100% optimized but it's going to be able to help you reduce a lot of a lot of the costs you're going to have and maybe it's going to give you a little bit of extra perks like say if you uh, have the, the card of your favorite airline you're going to be able to avoid uh, paying for baggage fees uh, maybe you get to board on the airline a little bit sooner than everybody else and when you're on board if you're if you're hungry or thirsty maybe you even get a little bit of a discount on buying something online okay. uh, and so that's really where what it's all about it's it's basically finding ways where maybe you're spending a little bit of money on an annual fee for a card but it's saving you a lot more money in, in the in the long term
1: do you have anything that you recommend off the top of your head or is that something we should go to your website and uh, research in more
0: depth you know I mean there's a lot of people that that focus on the perfect card uh, for me it, it, it honestly it could vary um, it okay. could vary from year to year even you know um, the one of the number one things is a a bank needs to earn your business, and so if you have a card in your wallet today, um, you know, maybe that's not going to be the card, the, the right card for you going forward, and maybe you know it's not worth it to pay that annual fee uh, next year, but it was this year, depending upon where you're going to fly. Like I love Southwest. Southwest is my favorite airline. They get me to everywhere I want to go in the U.S. And now they're expanding internationally. But say you want to go play, uh, you know, a golf course in Europe or in Asia. Um, you know, Southwest isn't going to get you there. So really the number one thing is finding a card that's going to help you meet your goals, not that the one that everybody's you know pushing out there.
2: I think my daughters have the idea of what the perfect card is. I think they already have it. Daddies? I think they have a credit card that they don't see the bill for. <laughs> yeah.
0: Those ones are pretty good. Those ones are pretty good.
2: Yeah, I think that they got the magic credit card right now. I think they're, I think they're good to go.
0: Hey, it pays itself. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how that works.
1: <laughs> Lee, I, yeah. I, need, I need to ask you. Something happened, in, and this was kind of stupid. It's got nothing to do with golf. But back in January, I flew from, uh, from Louisville here up to uh, uh, Portland, Maine. Not the time of year to go to Portland, Maine, but it was a special occasion. Dad's 90th birthday. Had to go there. Flew on an airline that for now will remain nameless. I had to change in Philadelphia sat on the plane in Philly for an hour and a half until they said, hey, it's broken. We're not going today. Uh Good luck getting to Portland. Thanks a lot. And bending over backwards to get me to where I was going is not what I would say they did. We wound up flying to Boston and taking a train to Portland from there. Um, What should I have done? Did I have any recourse there?
0: This is where... Uh, more some of the more premium credit cards are really going to be in your favor if you're paying for air if you're paying for airfare okay uh, you know like i use the city prestige and the american express uh, platinum cards for okay. example mm-hmm. and they offer uh, travel insurance so if you get caught in a situation like that instead of waiting in line uh, with hundreds of other people <laughs> trying to talk to a, a customer service agent that's obviously yeah. going to be very frazzled and not very helpful yeah uh, instead you call the the credit card and you talk to somebody who's very happy to hear from you because you paid them four or five hundred dollars an annual fee for the year and they will help get you routed and uh, essentially kind of move you to the front of the line ah
1: okay all right so when this is over then it's a uh, it's credit card application time all right
0: yeah, talk to me and I'll, I'll I'll basically I'll help you out figure out which one okay. which one's gonna be the right one for you all
2: right
1: Lee Huffman, our guest from BaldThoughts.com, a, uh, a travel expert and, uh, and a golfer, which is good news. Now, a lot of us, um, especially after watching the Masters, say, boy, I would love to go to Augusta play golf. Augusta National is not the easiest course in the world to get on, but there are a lot of great golf courses in and around Augusta, Georgia. You ever been there? You know, uh, what, what can you recommend? How to get there, where to stay, Etc.
0: Uh, unfortunately, I haven't been there yet. Uh, like, like everybody else, it's kind of on my my bucket list of places to go. Right. But um, there are websites actually that help you figure out um, the best ways to use your hotel points. And like one of them, for example, is called Award Mapper, uh, like like Award mm-hmm. and a Mapper, like M A P P E R dot com. And essentially, you can figure out if you have Marriott points, Hilton points, Hyatt points, etc. Uh, you basically check those boxes for those of the points that you have, and it'll show you all the hotels in the region uh, that are nearby. Oh. So Augusta is obviously about two hours due east from Atlanta. Right. And um, I, I took a look there, and there are about three different choices that I would that I would say kind of fit the bill. Okay. Uh, one is there's a high place right there. It's a Category Two uh, for Hyatt, only eight thousand points, which is a, a pretty low amount of points for, for a Hyatt. Mm, okay. uh, and then there's the Augusta Marriott at the Convention Center, Category 4, only 15,000, 20,000 points. Uh, that may sound like a lot more points than the Hyatt. Every uh, hotel chain kind of values their points a little bit differently, so kind of don't really compare the two, like, oh, this one's 8,000 versus this one's 15,000. Obviously, it's a better value. Uh, that may not always be the case. Gotcha, okay. You, you, got, you have to kind of do a little bit of math to, to right size uh, the point values between the different between the different hotel chains, uh, and then there's another one called the Sheridan Augusta Hotels, category three, seven thousand points. Again, all these are, are are great values. Those hotels will probably be $100, $200 a hundred, uh, two hundred dollars a night going forward. And uh, instead of paying cash, all you got to do is uh, use a few of your points that you earn from either the bonus or from your everyday spend, and there you go. Now you got the night for free. Wow. All
1: right. Now, you don't have to take notes because there is uh, – Lee has put together a a special page for us on his website, ballthoughts.com slash weekend golf, and a lot of this information will be there and how to figure it out and how to get in touch and ask specific questions and stuff like that. We're going to talk about some other things, too, like Pinehurst. Everybody wants to go there. Pebble Beach. In fact a friend of mine just texted me today and said hey let's go to pebble beach and i was like yeah right he expected me to pay um and then a couple of places in california and alaska believe it or not that you may or may not want to go to to play golf we are coming back with uh, all this information you can get it at your fingertips lee huffman jeff smith john ashton we'll all be hanging out so stick with us through the break and we'll be right back we are those weekend golf guys uh, no 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 don't move a lot of us are looking for a miracle. You know, we go out and we buy a $500 golf club thinking it's going to give us straighter, longer drives. We buy a $150 golf club thinking it's going to get us out of the sand traps more easily and more often. We buy $200 golf clubs just because we want to get closer to that pin. Well, you know, you don't need a $500 golf club of $200 golf club, $150 golf club. All you need is a $5 golf club because the problem may not be the club. It may be your grip. It may be your stance. It may be your ball position. It may be your swing plane. It could be anything that an expensive golf club is not going to fix, but a $5 golf club can fix because Jeff Smith is a genius and he will be able to guide you where you need to go. Check it out. Five dollar golf dot com. That's all it costs. Five bucks a month. And we're back already. Those Weekend Golf Guys, John Ashton here, Jeff Smith at the, uh, no, he's not at the golf cave. He is at Olympia Fields in Chicago. Is spring in Chicago yet, man? No. Okay. No, not yet. Well, we are here with Lee Huffman from baldthoughts.com, a travel expert, going to uh, help explain in greater detail how to save enough money on getting there so you can play more golf once you are there and maybe even have enough money left to get home. That's always a good part. Before I do that, though, man, a lot of times, now, I don't fly a whole lot anymore, um, but when I do, I'm standing in line getting checked, and I see all these people skating through over in the pre-check
0: line. Is it worth it to do that? Yeah, it, it's it's one of the best investments. If you fly even, like, once a year, okay. that's one of the best investments that you're ever going to make as far as improving your travel experience. So, first off, it's $100 uh, for TSA pre-check uh, global entry and it's $100 for and it's good for 5 years. So oh. really you're talking 20 bucks a year. That's not bad. Now, I don't know about you when you're waiting in line, but if I could slip somebody a 20 and skip in front of them, probably <laughs> $30, <22, laughs> it's I would happen. do that in a heartbeat. He in a heartbeat. You got that right. <laughs> you know. So,
2: do you know if you can upgrade your, you know, your I've got the domestic package
0: mm-hmm. with
2: TSA. Do you know if you can upgrade for the for the global
0: no I unfortunately I think you it's know, uh, let you would have to do you have to do that uh you'd have to pay the hundred dollars but still I mean it's you paid 85 dollars for the Tsa pre-check um, then it's it's well a, worth it a global entry and if you've had it for already a couple of years you're gonna have to renew it in a couple more years anyways so right Some might as well yeah I mean really realistically look at it as it's a sunk cost you enjoyed yourself by skipping the lines before you don't have to take all the you take your laptop out you'd have to take all your all your yeah. your shampoo and all the other little things out of, out of your bag. You didn't take your shoes off. It's money well spent. And and now going forward. i got to
2: tell you, I think that it might be the most satisfying thing to look back on all the people that when you blow through the, the line and to turn around and look back at the sad faces of the people who are still standing there waiting on, on the family of five who's un, unearthing their stroller and, taking off the shoes and the belts and everything and they're rolling their eyes and you can just walk onto your gate. Yeah. And but, sit down and get yourself a dinner or something.
1: But that nanny nanny that, nanny that nanny nice. nanny boo boo thing just wasn't necessary, Jeff. Really
0: you really <laughs> well, didn't have to let me tell you this. You want to take your you want to take your TSA pre check global entry and you want to pair it with lounge access. You you blew through security, you know lickety split, everybody else is sitting there waiting. Now you're stuck in the airport, you know, the those seats are uncomfortable. Uh, Wi-Fi, if there is any, is, is pretty spotty, and uh, you know, food and drinks can be kind of expensive, right? Uh, now, but if you have uh, lounge access, now instead of sitting out, out there in the terminal with all the uh, the the little people, now you're in the, even in the cooler club, uh, <laughs> sitting in the lounge, maybe having a couple drinks for free, a few snacks, maybe even taking a shower if you need to. Uh, now you're sitting in a, in a nice leather lounger, really enjoying yourself. In a, in a much more, much better environment, and you can get that f- for uh, pretty cheap uh, if you just want to buy the membership itself. Or again, if you have one of the premium credit cards, those are included for free. If you wanted to buy a
1: membership, can you just walk in and say, "Hey, sign me up for the day"? Or
0: yeah, to, yeah. They yeah. most of the lounges do offer like uh, day passes. Okay. You're going to spend anywhere from say thirty to fifty bucks okay. uh, for the day. And, uh, again, it's, it's probably not the, the best use of your money if you're just buying just that one. Um, but I mean, it depends on what your situation is and how long you're going to be waiting around. If you're waiting around for three or four hours, we have three or four hours at, at, on a connection between flights.
1: Yeah. And if you're,
0: and if you're waiting in Atlanta,
1: you're going to spend that much on two beers. So, you know, yeah, what exactly. the heck?
0: <laughs> hey, let's talk about
1: another bucket list, uh, course or Pinehurst collection of courses. I don't know. I think I think I would only be able to get to like Pinehurst one hundred and thirty seven. But uh, there are numerous, and again, it's another hotbed of golf. To get to Pinehurst, North Carolina, do you have to go to Charlotte, or do you go to Greenville or Asheville, or where do you go? Uh,
0: personally, I would probably fly into Raleigh. Raleigh, okay. Uh, Raleigh is about seventy five minutes away, uh, pretty much uh, due south, versus Charlotte is about two hours away, uh, heading you know, due east from Charlotte. Okay. So uh, Raleigh is going to be a quicker drive. Uh, and really, it just depends on, you know, check check the prices, whether you're paying cash or paying you know, my, with miles, see which one has a better flight that's going to fit your schedule, and see which one is probably a little cheaper, and then dep- and then decide what your time is worth. You know, are you willing to take uh, an extra hour or 45 minutes on the drive to go out of Charlotte, or, you know, do you want to save your time and go out of Raleigh?
3: Hmm.
1: Okay. That makes sense. Would you recommend, or, or do you have any any familiarity with the uh, the Pinehurst Resort hotels themselves, or are there
2: uh, well,
0: there's off, there's a couple of them properties that, that, I, that I kind of recommend that are you know a little bit more on on the inexpensive side, but have a couple of cool benefits. Like, okay. You know, I, I'm am I'm a pretty frugal guy by nature. Uh, again, I like to save my save money on things I don't care about. That way, I can splurge on the things that I do. Okay, makes and, sense. And uh, like Residence Inn is a fantastic hotel uh, chain. I don't know if you've ever stayed in one, but uh, they generally have a little bit bigger rooms. It's almost like a like a one-bedroom apartment, and it has a little bit of an eat-in kitchen there, so you can throw something in the fridge. Uh, they even have a cooktop in most of them, uh, but they also include free breakfast. Ooh. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of lazy in the morning. I don't wanna really want to cook my own breakfast, uh, but they have free breakfast, generally like, uh, some wa- like a waffle machine, some eggs, bacon, uh, some fruit. Where do
1: you get those waffle machines? That's what I want to know. I have looked. For those little automatic turn them around waffle maker thingies, I love those. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, those are <laughs> those are the bomb right there. So, uh, but it's more the mix. Like I don't know what that. I think it's called golden malt or something like that. Whatever they put in that mix, it's like a heaven. Yeah, it is. They're delicious. Sometimes, Sometimes there's yeah, some the sort of
2: addictive in. drug in those things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the, the Residence Inn, it's a it's a Marriott category three. It's about ten to fifteen thousand points per night. Uh, there's another one called Homewood, Suite, Homewood Suites by Hilton, mm-hmm. uh, category four, four 20, 30,000 points. And, and Holiday and Express uh, Southern Pines, category three, about 20,000 points. So again, some pretty inexpensive options uh, as far as the quantity of points to be able to stay. And, and uh, you know, uh, it depends on how long you want to stay in the area. Uh, if you have, uh, the uh, Hilton credit card, that the Homewood Suites by Hilton might be a, a good option because when you redeem your points for nights, I believe it's when you redeem uh, for four nights, you get the fifth night for free. Whoa! So if you're going to hit a few courses in that area, and maybe like some of us who don't golf every day, you might need a break, and you might want to do a little sightseeing. Now you got a little bit more whoa, whoa, opportunity. Whoa! Whoa! To do whoa! That. whoa. Wait,
2: a Wait a minute! What are you doing on this show? You just said that you don't golf every day. You're talking about being in Pinehurst, and you said you just opened up your mouth and said you're not going to play golf every day. No,
1: he's, he's realistic, man. I mean, some of us would, like, start to ache after probably the second day and maybe have to take a day oh, off come on, at John. a place with a hot tub, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: You're yeah. in Pinehurst, for gosh <laughs> sake. Are you kidding me? <laughs> By the like way, a- when you're in Pinehurst, there's a beautiful place to stay that is always every time you could go there outside of the U.S. Women's Open, they have stay-and-play packages that blow your mind. It's Pine hmm. Needles Lodge that they have this old rustic lodge it is gorgeous and it is just oozing with golf history. And there's always a deal where it's stay and play and they let you play until it's pitch black outside. Nice. It's unreal.
0: That's, yeah, that's one thing one yeah. thing I would recommend when you look at when you're like say you're paying cash for a, for a hotel room, don't always pick the cheapest option. You know click click on the button and see what other options they have available. Sometimes you pay an extra five bucks, ten bucks and now you're getting uh, breakfast included, parking included, uh, some other benefits like that. or you know, like you said, they're, they're, sometimes they have like the stay and play packages for a pretty uh, pretty healthy discount versus if you if you bought your round of golf and the hotel room separately. check out
1: baldthoughts.com dot slash weekend golf. and Lee will be explaining uh, in greater detail some of the some of the subjects we just had time to touch on briefly during the show here. but, man, is that you in the sand trap
0: on that page? The little video? No, that's my buddy Travis. I, I gave him a hard time all the time uh, when we golf. He so did it pretty well. I, I captured that moment for posterity. Made sure I could share it on the internet. Yeah, he and did it. Pretty that way, well, he's going to live right? in infamy forever. <laughs> Baldthoughts.com dot
1: com slash weekend golf. Lee Husband is his name. He is an expert, as you can uh, as you can tell. And, again, we could uh, ask many more questions, which you probably have. So go to the website, ballpots.com slash weekendgolf, and ask him. All right? And uh, if you have any questions for Jeff, you can ask him, too. We've got a comment line. You can just go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com and check out all the information on how to get in contact with Jeff or I or any of the folks here on, on the show. Uh, follow us on Facebook, why don't you, facebook.com slash golfguys. Twitter, we are at wkndgolfguys and any shameless selfless self let me start that again Any man i washed my mouth this morning i can't do a thing with it any other shameless self-promotion aspects lee that you would like to touch on before we leave that we haven't yet
0: (laughs) well uh on the website there we do have a uh, a free course that we're getting ready to launch it's a seven days to your dream vacation. We basically walk you through the process of uh, picking out a destination, picking out uh, the right cards, uh, the right programs. They're going to help you make that uh, dream vacation a reality.
1: Fantastic. com slash weekend golf. Go check out the website, man. Get yourself some, some different credit cards, get yourself some miles, get yourself some discounts and go somewhere and play some golf. We have a small yet loyal following of junior golfers, 12 to 18-year-olds. I want to address myself to them right now. Listen, guys, girls, if you are serious about golf, there is a mom, there is a dad, there's a grandmother, a grandfather somewhere that are so psyched, but maybe they don't show it. They don't want to push, but they would love you to get involved in the game of golf. So why don't you go to them right now? Say, Mom, Dad, Grandpa, Grandma, I want to get better at this game. I want to get good at this game. I want to learn from a guy who has junior champions, high school collegiate champions. He's even got a student who's kicking butt on the web.com tour and it only costs five bucks a month. And I can learn at my own pace and parents are going to be able to learn from their phones, which you know, they don't drop out of their hands. Anyway, $5 join for your kid's sake.